Welcome, everybody, to Talking Elite. I hope you guys are having a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holiday season. We are talking tonight the top five women wrestlers. But before we get into our conversation, let me introduce you to my tag team partners. We have, down below, we have everybody's favorite bearded wonder. He looks like Dax Hardwood. Welcome to the show. What up? Next is the founder of the All Elite Zone podcast. He is the producer, Mr. Connor. Thank you guys so much for being on tonight. What did you guys think of the introduction this week? Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys like that? You guys got the energy going? Because after Legend. last night's uh, Legend. Talk Legend. Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yes. we're gonna have we're gonna keep the energy going tonight for this podcast. Um, last night was kind of a bummer, and but we're gonna have a great show in store for you guys today. And then stay tuned because at the end we are going to discuss some of our favorite Christmas moments in wrestling. So hope you guys are ready, and I am super excited for this episode. Um, I do have a very interesting top five. I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to stack up with your guys's. So Adam, would you like to go first? It's always me starting these top five. Would you like Connor? I don't know what's up with that. No, it's okay. I'm okay with starting it. So because so again, uh, last week we did the top five male wrestlers, and like you said, tonight we're doing top five females. And just like the top five males, like my list has been up and down for weeks on that, and just this week alone, um, because people have been jumping, things have been happening in the women's division. Um, but my number five barely beaten my number six, but number five for me is Athena. Um, Ooh, her okay. debut was awesome. Just seeing her debut in AEW with the fallen angel gimmick, um, to, um, you know, some of the matches she's been having. I mean, some of the people downplay the matches, but Hey, her feud with Jade was good. And you know, the, the baddies, whatever, but <laughs> Athena's always been a great wrestler in my eyes. Uh, back when she was even Amber moon and in, in WWE enjoyed her time there. Her, some of her independent stuff is great. If you look up her old matches on YouTube, like during the independent scene, she she's a workhorse um and uh so and then her moving forward this this year going into 2023 is the rank ring of honor women's champion well-deserved title for her as well i feel like it's a good push for her good face to have for the ring of honor uh women's division there uh, once they get the new year started um so and i will say this number six very hard to push, and I know we are have our feelings with it, but Jade was number six, but Athena barely beat her. So Athena yeah, I, Athena number five for me. I feel like Athena's had some better matches this year, even though there was the whole speculation of her sandbagging or striking too hard. But I love how she spun it off into this great character. And especially being there the night that she won, you know, the ROH championship, that was a cool, awesome moment, especially because it's her hometown in Dallas. So very, mm-hmm. very good pick, Adam. I um it was it was kind of a hard one. When you get to my pick, it'll make sense because I actually have a theme at number six for me. Um, Ooh. she was very, very great this year. And I think I think next year she's gonna be one of the most talked about women wrestlers in any company, not just AEW or Ring of Honor, but I think she'll be one of the most talked about names next year. If they can keep her momentum going, she's hot, kids are liking her. Hopefully, you know, hopefully she'll keep that going. All right, Connor, what about you? Who is your number five? Uh number five for me, uh there's a toss up between uh Serena Deeb and Athena. Uh I put Athena at six. I'm going with Serena Deeb. 
she's had a very great year. Uh, her match with uh, Thunder Rosa at Devil or Nothing uh, this year was very, very good. Uh, she she's wrestled on every pay-per-view except Full Gear, uh, I believe. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Full I was, was the one she wasn't on. I was uh, all out. Um, she, the Fatal Floyd match was very, very good. She was in. Um, she may have even been at the Dynamite Grand Slam Fatal Four. I don't know. Uh, but she's been at every pay-per-view this year, I think. Um, but yeah, I got Serena Deeb at number five. Uh, I think she should have. She should be TBS champion right now. Um, she's a very good technical wrestler. She can. She's, she's a great coach for sure in AEW. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, Serena Deeb just had a very great year this year with a lot of great matches. Uh, she's definitely stepped it up for the women's division, like set it to a whole new bar with, you know, Tony, Tony Storm. With the main three, I, I feel like it's Tony Storm, Ruby Soho, and Athena uh, from WWE. Like, they have TV experience. They they, they, they know what they're doing on TV. Uh, and along with someone like Serena Deeb, who's very, uh, very good technical wrestling, was there before the M3. Like, she's stepping up the bar, and them coming in, the bar's just being set up higher for the women's division. Uh, yeah, I got Serena Deeb at number five. Very good pick. Yeah, but fortunately, she she was in my top ten. But um, Same. I think with yeah. Serena Deeb, yeah, I think she, like I said, she's always looked solid. She's never had a bad match, and I liked her professor gimmick. And I think she could do what Cody did with the TNT you know championship, where you know you bring up new stars, you have people coming outside of the company to challenge her. You know, I think I think she would be a good. Um, next champion. Hopefully, hopefully they'll see something in her next. I know she hasn't been on recently just because she's probably been busy with training students. But yeah, yeah definitely a good. Well. Yeah, but definitely a good, good, solid five pick, Connor. Uh, mm-hmm. My number five is very controversial just because I talk a lot about how I've thought her act was stale, but I kind of, just because she has been consistent on TV this year. Um, she's been consistent with her TBS championship. You know, she's somewhat defending the belt. Um, I'm going to go with Jade for number five. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it was it was hard because, like, I didn't want to put her on the list, but I cannot ignore the fact she was undefeated. Um, she has had a consistent amount of TV time this year. Uh, so I thought, you know, she was a good number five. She did have a solid match with the Beast, Nyla Rose, so I th- I thought I did see some promising aspects of her there. And then also she has crossed over into some other markets besides wrestling where I've had people at work that talk fashion that know about her. So I, for this, for that, those reasons right there, uh, she is my number five pick. Well, also it wasn't not just fashion, but she, before wrestling career, she was a model. I mean, that's, yeah. she right? was a model. She was I believe she did. The, I think she was in the WNBA, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, too. Okay, yeah. And to follow yeah, up on, on 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 Connor's pick, I actually had Serena Deeb at seven, like literally right behind Jade. Um, so that honestly, I couldn't agree more with putting Serena Deeb in the top five. Like I said, it's very hard with these lists. So yeah, yeah especially because like especially like the next like four were kind of the hardest to place, at least for me personally. And like I said, this whole like I know like top ten list are usually and a list in general is like, it's so hard because there's a lot of opinions involved and, but it's one of those things that 
with I think with what's our next I think with my next number four pick, I think you guys will agree with it. Um so I'm just gonna go straight well, to my number four. What's up? Sabrina Shavir. No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> bringing that on. That's a pro. She, That's a she, uh, she didn't make it on the list this year. Good luck next year. Um, well, you said Jade first, so never know. If... <laughs> uh, number <laughs> four actually is uh, uh, my number four pick is Britt Baker. Mine too. <laughs> really? Okay. So then yeah. I guess me and Adam will, will take tag, will, will tag team in it for uh this one so Britt baker like she didn't have really any good pay-per-view win or big match wins this year but she did put over jamie she has done a good job of building up jamie hater um where you know of course we're hopefully see that match very soon um of course putting over soraya in her first match back and carrying soraya through that whole moment um giving thunder rosa her first victory in a crazy cool steel cage match um so I guess just looking at that and just how her character is always entertaining on Dynamite. It's something I don't get sick of. She knows her part. She knows her character. She gets the fans involved airtime with the DMD. Um, so that's why she was my number four. Uh, Adam, why the, why were we on the same page on this? What is your thoughts with <laughs> no no? And I, I, I pretty much I pretty much agree with you. Um, even though she didn't have a lot of victories this year, again she carries that women's division. Um, she was TK's girl from day one. I mean, she was the first female signed to the promotion uh, when it launched in 2019. Um, and literally every year, she's she's been consistent. She's been on TV every single time, whether it's a talking segment, whether it's out in the ring, whether it's a match. Um, I mean, some of the some of the tag matches her and Serena Deeb had with, you know, Tony Storm and um, um, I keep forgetting who the other one was in that Fatal Four Way. Um, but you know, uh, those tag matches, Athena, sorry, with, with Athena, um, you know, her, her group with her rebel and Jamie Hader. I mean, she's pretty much the leader of that group. I mean, that's her faction. Um, just basically she's been carrying that women's division and, you know, she's really good on the mic. I mean, she knows how to be a talker on the mic and she was yeah. doing that all year. And I will give you one example is the, I know she was a little rusty, but Soraya's first in-ring promo was I mean it fell flat and then Britt Baker came back and kind of picked it back up. She kind of she saved that segment saved that, yeah. that on that dynamite and and that just shows you the professionalism of okay how can we save this? You know it's nothing bad about Soraya or anything like that. She's rusty, but you know even with her match with Soraya, she carried that match. You know she she worked that match to help with Soraya's pace. You know and just playing to the crowd playing to soraya's brother in the crowd and everything like that putting her over you know working with jamie hater getting jamie hater to that level um and and honestly i see her in 2023 regaining that women's title being a two-time being the first two-time women's champion in aew so yeah it's one of those things that she's a very talented wrestler she's definitely came a long way since they tried making her a baby face in that first little run but she's definitely came a long ways and i think like I said, 2023, I think it's going to be another big year, whether it be, you know, hopefully she'll win the championship back and be the first two-time, you know, women's champion. Or one thing I like about Britt is you can put her with anybody and be a main event program. So I think even with, even if she doesn't get the championship, I still feel like she's going to be a big name to talk about this coming year. I, I totally agree. All right, Connor, who is your number four pick? Uh, number four for me, I got Chris Statlander. Ooh, okay. Uh, she was pretty much active the entire year. Uh, she came back at the end of 2021, I believe. Um, yeah, she came back uh, around Miami when, when they first went back to crowds. 
I feel like if she wouldn't have got injured, uh, she would have been TBS champion by now. Um, she's had a very great year um, with her character transformation from going to an alien character to a more serious character. Uh, her look, her theme, everything uh, about her, like, not that her alien character was bad, but to be, uh, like the really, you could tell they were really trying to push her to, to win the TBS championship. And that's what the school is like, that's what their plan is. Uh, to save that for her. Um, Stellar's put on a lot of good matches this year. Uh, I can't picture one because there was multiple good matches she's put on this year. Um, but yeah, uh, I got Chris Stellar for this one. Uh, mainly her match with, uh, what was it? It was a tag match. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. But it, but it was. I know one of the opponents was Layla Hirsch, right? Oh, that was a yes, great yes, match. Yes, yes, yes. Because she built yes, Layla Hirsch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, yeah, she's definitely one of the ones that. She's one of the biggest workhorses in that company. I mean, that's what's sad about it. I know. Sorry, Connor, not to you know kind of stop you there, but with, with the feud between Chris and Layla was was so good. That that yeah, was actually was. one of my favorite feuds going, and I really thought before both of them got injured, they were going to carry that a little bit more to eventually getting Chris Dantlander into the TBS title um, like picture. But, yeah, no, I I, I think you got a good um, pick there. Sorry, but continue. The match was uh, Revolution. It was Layla Hurst versus Chris Dantlander, singles match. That, like, that was a very good yeah. match. It was, it was a buy-in match. Now you put on a very good women's match. Uh, Stillman's had a lot of good, other good matches. I think she's going to get Serena Deeb this year. Uh, and, she, and she teamed up with uh, Athena a little bit this year as well. Uh, mm-hmm. All those matches were pretty good. Uh, yeah, I like Stillman and new character development or new gear. Uh, I hope they do like a character uh, personality switch. Like you have the alien and you have the other side, Chris Stillman, like kind of like Dan Housen. Uh I guess if he's if Daniels even does that anymore, evil thousand. <laughs> he pre- uh, he probably will. <laughs> uh, but I like Statlander. I think uh, when she gets back, which I hope that's their plan still is for her to take the title off Jade and Jade just go off in the sunset, doesn't come back for a couple of years. Um, yeah, I got a uh, Statlander at number four. All right, interesting. Like we like, and it's been, it was an interesting number four pick for all three of us. I feel like uh, Lila Hurst would be in my top five if she didn't get injured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and I think once she gets back, I think she'll definitely be a one of like you know reckoned with on that roster. Right, she Hopefully had a great start. Yeah. She had a great she had, start for the year. Then it was all the Ukraine stuff when fans are booing her just because she was from Russia. Yeah. You know, cool. she was only a. <laughs> Like, that was not, yeah, I won't go to that story, but man, I, I was like upset with fans of that. I'm like, dude, she, it's not her fault. Like, she's not a Russian. She's American. She's an American, full American citizen that is just from Russia. All right. So good. <laughs> All right. Are we moving on to number three? Yeah. Number three. Okay. Uh, Adam, what is your number three pick? So number three may be crazy um, for a lot of people, uh, not just you guys, but everybody watching. Ooh, okay. Um, just because I popped hard for it, and it was good to see her. Um, Soraya is my number three. Um, okay. I, I popped. I popped hard when she showed up. You know, I heard the song oh, yeah. playing. I was like, I was like, who is that? Like, <laughs> I recognize that song. That cannot be Soraya. 
And then her name popped on the screen, and I went nuts. And I was like, holy cow, she's an A&W. After the years of the neck injuries. And and what got me interested more is I researched that song, found out it was Falling in Reverse, and her boyfriend's the lead singer of that band. So now I like falling in reverse, but um, yeah, no, it's Soraya for me. Um, it's so great to see her back in a ring. Um, you know, granted it's been what, about four or five years since she's actually been in a match. Um, so it's great to see her finally back. I know she's got a lot of ring rust to shake off and everything like that. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, seeing her on the mic, getting on the mic, getting in the ring that match with, um, Britt Baker, you know, the way, the way it paced itself and the way she was working her back herself, even, even the pace of the match was perfect for Soraya and she was selling and she never forgot how to sell. And that's what I loved about it. And just, you know, and after last night's dynamite, you know, we, we all watched it. We all reacted to it. We were really excited for that end there. Um, uh, when she showed up to, you know, help out Tony storm, and Sheeta, and pretty much set up this female trios match against Baker Rebel and you know mm-hmm. Jamie Hater, or who knows, maybe even Jamie because Rebel barely gets in the ring, but maybe Jamie reaches out to Serena Deep, you know, and Serena Deep teams with them again. Um, that would be a great trios match. Um, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Soraya in 2023. Do I think she wins a women's title? Maybe. Um, maybe one last run with a, a title before she officially is done with wrestling. So, uh, I do want to point out with Soraya last night. I'm, I'm so glad she was able to come back this year. Yeah, uh, Soraya has been doing the super like the kick for a while. She never used to do that in WWE. Like she's just not done that. And last night it really took off. Like she really like she she got that down pat when she. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who she hit with it. Uh, she hit Britt. She hit Britt Baker with it. Britt. Uh, like, if you look at all her other super kicks and that one, like, she, she's got it back now. Like, it, it took a little bit, but that looked very, very good. Um, she's definitely getting back in, getting back into it. Because um, being out there, being out, out of the ring for five years, like, C- CM Punk wasn't out of the ring for. Like he was out seven years, but he was he wasn't out of the ring. Like he still was in the ring. Uh, mm-hmm. Had a, he had a mask on for an indie show, I think one time uh, at pro wrestling tees, he took a few bumps, I think. So he was still <laughs> yeah. active somewhat, but Soraya hasn't been. So uh, well, you also you also have to look at not just active in the ring, but also just active, active, staying in shape. When he yeah. did, you know, even though his career in MMA wasn't great, he was still in shape. Yeah, yeah, so, he was still uh, taking hits and falling to the mat. Yeah. A lot of people like to trash Soraya, but um, they weren't trashing her when she first debuted. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, I say give it. I think she's. I think she's already progressed in the ring from last night. So give it. I give it a few weeks, and she'll be back to where she was. Yeah, like I think she'll have a good proving ground, and I, from the looks of it, I think she's been training outside of AEW. And I'm glad right. they're giving her t- a good chunk of time between the matches. And just to mm-hmm. see her come back after that terrible injury, you know, same thing with like, you know, Edge and Danielson, where we thought they would never come back. And to see them come back in full and wrestle on a pretty much permanent everyone, basis now. It sounds, seems like everyone's came back. Like that would never wrestle us come, has come back except, well, Tyson Kidd, but yeah. And then, and then I will say another thing about professionalism in the sport. Um, 
Saraya reaching out to Sasha because Sasha was the one that actually put her on the shelf with just a misstep and a move at a, at a house show. And she finally told her, Hey, I'm back. You can, you can forgive yourself. It's you're good. Like we're cool now. Like you don't, you can't blame yourself. You know, it was an accident. So that's also professionalism in the industry too. That, that, that's why I also, Saraya has my respect as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, Definitely, it's good to have that. And I know that they were close, you know, even when they let when everything happened. So to know, like, hey, you know, it was a, just a freak accident. It's something personal because I don't want, you know, because if I was me, I don't want to be, you know, Bret Hart, where Goldberg's tried to apologize many a times mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm sorry. But Goldberg moved on. He doesn't hold it like, he's like, you know what? If he's going to hold a grudge, I'm not, I'm not worrying about it. I'm glad that. I'm glad that both those girls had the opportunity to get that relief. Hey, I didn't end my career on a bad note and I didn't end someone's career on a bad note. So mm-hmm. I, I'm glad everything worked out. All right, Bret Connor, Hart's what's your number three? Bret Hart's not going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to let that go. I was thinking about a, a, a like, interview. He was talking about Brock Lesnar. And he, he, was saying, he said, like, I had, he said, like, I, uh, he, wanted, he was talking about going against Goldberg and he said that, I uh, like I heard that he was he was very more professional than Goldberg. Like I heard he was a he's more professional guy to wrestle. Yeah. Well, fair enough. A little side note too: if you didn't see footage from NXT on Tuesday, um, I guess Braun Breaker, Steiner's son, um, and uh, Grayson Waller did a homage to the infamous spear with the gold pl- with the oh. pl- metal plate uh, from. Goldberg and Bret Hart. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to go watch good, that after this. Good, good out there. So awesome. uh, my number three is Britt Baker. Um, it was really oh, hard okay. for the uh, final three for me. Uh, I got Britt Baker at, at number three. Uh, I thought she was a very great heel character for this year. No matter what feud she was in, whether it was Britt Baker or whether it was uh, Ruby Soho or um, it's coming to me. Tony Storm. Who's the main one I'm trying to think of? Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Yes. Uh, her matches, like that was the uh, that's probably the best women's feud they've, that they've ever had. I think Jamie Hader and Tony Storm's catching up there. The match at Full Gear was very, very good. Uh, I still think that's the best women's match in AEW. Uh, I was there to witness it and. It just feels different when you're actually there, uh, yeah. but but uh, last night's was really good too. Uh, but besides them two, Britt Baker and then the Rosa is really like up the bars for the, for the women's division. Like they were the first main event in AEW. They were the first women's steel cage match. They were the first women in AEW to go through tax, I believe. Uh, like have a lights out match, I believe. Uh, first women's cage Britt, match. Yeah, mm-hmm. still cage. Um, yeah, Dave. Uh, Britt Baker's a very great heel. Uh, they got to pull the trigger at some point with her and Jamie Hayter. Uh, they can't keep on doing that because I feel like they, I feel like Britt Baker's gonna cost her the title. I don't I, think necessarily gonna cost her. How, but I think I don't know how they're gonna because they've done this twice, I believe now. So, so my only thought process in that would be, um, 
Soraya finally getting that championship moment and Britt Baker somehow screwing it up and making Jamie lose. Her coming out trying, and to, that, her coming yeah, out and then, trying to help Jamie. But yeah, and then Britt will win the title from Soraya and kind of feud with Jamie over it. So, I mean, that's the only I, ideal, like, realistic thing I can think of is how they start that feud. Yeah. Yeah, uh, even, uh, like, Britt Baker, she's, uh, even, like, outside of AEW, she's grown the AEW fan base. Like, there was people that, I went mm-hmm. to a Comic-Con this last, this year, and there was people that didn't know about AEW that she met those cosplayers and they liked who she was. Um, they, I don't know if they started watching AEW or not, but... Uh, but Britt Baker's a amazing talent to have. Uh, as Adam said, the first women's wrestler signed to AEW. She's been with AEW since day one. Um, still wish her theme had lyrics. Uh, I don't know if I've seen you guys, you guys that, but her theme has lyrics. But I've never heard the actual lyrics. I've heard, I, I, I've, I honestly, yeah. I honestly like her song music without the lyrics. Like I get, I get pumped no matter just hearing the the doctor will see you now and just the beat and just like I just, I just, one time, I just uh, like it. It just, I just like wanna, I can do without the lyrics. It's just a really good beat. Like I just want to have the lyrics just to listen to. Like, don't have to have the entrance. Like I never, they never released it. Uh, <laughs> I just want to hear it one time because it did sound good. Uh, mm. But Britt Baker is a very better. She's a better heel than a face. Um, mm. All of her fuses here has been good and a great heel. Uh, uh, I'm really looking forward to what Britt Baker uh, does this next year in 2023. Yeah. So my number three pick is another workhorse of AEW. It's Sheeta. So Sheeta's had a, I think she's had a very great year. You know, she had a good mix of wins and losses. Um, she's another one of the ones in the women's division that has came a long ways from when she first debuted. Um, her promo work has gotten a lot better. She's had some great matches with almost everybody on that woman's roster. You know, she, I think she's going to be another big name, hopefully, that could retain a championship down the line. And I'm excited to see how, how 2023 is going to be with her. You know, I had to put her high on that list just because she's worked with everybody. She's been on Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, Dark Elevation, Japan. She's been everywhere this year. You know, she's had a really, I think she's had a really good year, even though she didn't, you know, even though she didn't hold the big one. Um, I think she had a really good year. And I think she's another force to be reckoned with on that roster. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that one, um, especially the match last night. Oh, um, yeah. With, with Jamie Hayter, it I just shows that um, she's, she just can just work across the ring from a lot of good performers. Um, I'm going to steal a textbook saying that Bubba Ray said today on Busted Open, he said, you know, you're only as good as the person you're standing across from. And putting those two women in the ring together, the, the match was magic. Um, and and as much as I – and I will tell you guys right now, my one and two are not Sheeta – is not Sheeta. <laughs> and it really hurt me to do that. Um, but also just because, you know, she did have that feud with – Serena D, but then there's times when you know she had stuff going on in Japan as well that I didn't get to see. So you know she was off of AEW television for that. So it's like that kind of messed with my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say she is my top ten for sure. Um, she's actually number eight um, behind you know seven behind um, who was it that we said uh, Serena Deeb and then six Jade. Um, so she is eight for me. 
Um, and hell, I'll even give you guys a little a little tidbit here for my number nine. If I did a top ten women's list, nine for me was Thunder Rosa. So you already know that mm-hmm. I have two females on my on my top two that I think we all know who's going to be. So, but yeah, no, I yeah, totally agree with you on she on Sheeta. Like she is just a workhorse. She is also the longest reigning women's champion AEW history. She owns that record. Um, so yeah, she is a workhorse. So I kind of I kind of see why you put her at that number three spot lane. You know, it's one of those things that just looking at our list, like there's so many. Like that's how far that women's division has come. I know people are still negative about it, but if you're looking at it as a broader picture instead of how those little spurts where it's like squash matches or jobber matches, you know, there was a lot of great women's matches this year. I feel like there was actually more women's matches that were great this year compared to last year and year one. So just mm-hmm. to look at our list on how like we had to place them and how, you know, how like almost any of these women could be number one, number two, but I have a feeling our number two, our number one and two picks. I bet they're going to be flip flopped, or we're. Pre- I think we're going to be on the same page with this. Um, so, <laughs> Connor, who is your number two pick? I got Jamie Hader as the uh, <laughs> two. Yeah, same here. Yep, uh, Jamie Hader is coming along. I got, I got, uh, go ahead, go ahead while you got them at number two. Mine's flip flopped, but okay, go ahead. He's got a different um, pick. Okay. I'll say, uh, Jamie Harris come a long way since day one of AEW, episode six. Uh, they were in Pittsburgh, I, I believe. Uh, she went against Britt Baker, random match, but she was, she, but she came back a little bit after that match. Uh, then she never came back. And then that ramp, the first of the rampage episode, that's when it all began with. The full-on Jamie Hader, a uh, new look, new she got in the shape, new style, new everything. I didn't even recognize that was Jamie Hader <laughs> when she was on Rampage. Uh, but she's put on a lot of great matches this year with, um, gosh, uh, Sheeta last night, Tony Storm. Um, the Fatal 4-Way. Fatal 4-Way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt Baker That's and – Yeah. Was it? I think it was Britt Baker and Tony Jamie Storm Hader versus – And Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Thunder Rosa, yeah, yeah, that was a great I, match. I think, I think that uh, that it, like opened the show one night. That match, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Jamie Hader is. Uh, I'm glad that she's champion, and uh, she should definitely not lose that title anytime soon. And if no. she if she loses it, so I'm like, well, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna jinx it. Uh, don't jinx. <laughs> uh, but uh, I hope she has a good, great title reign as champion. Uh, so far, she's been really good. Uh, first tile defense was very good. Um, yeah, Jamie Hader has come a long ways. Um, like to be a not to say a jobber because she wasn't really booked as a jobber when she first got there, but uh, it's got to say that she signed and she's uh, enhancement talent. Yeah, she's uh, she's like one of the top women's wrestlers in the entire division. The mm-hmm. fans are behind her. Uh, like the fans really carried her to that spot, and it seems like. Uh, not necessarily like in the ring, but they they boosted her uh, to the next level. Um, but yeah, Jamie Hader uh, is definitely going to be. Uh, I think next year she'll be at number one probably. Uh, if no injuries, no uh, any setbacks or anything like that. But she's mm-hmm. had an amazing year. Uh, so many great matches. Um, even, even like the pair with Jamie Hader and Britt Baker has been very good. Uh, tune them together like they could do without Rebel, but 
Uh, them two together has been very, very good. Uh, I consider them as AEW Women's Tag Champs, uh, for sure. Um, Jamie Hayers has had a hater year. Uh, it's been a hater <laughs> year for her. Um, yeah, her match at a full year. Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter was very, very good. Uh, that was the best women's match I've ever had like to see in attendance. Like The very best women's match I've ever seen live. Uh, but yeah, uh, Jamie Hayter is number two for me. You know, I'm going to kind of piggyback off what you said because a lot of those points were what I was about to say. Um, Mm -hmm. With Hayter, you know, especially after that fatal four-way match for the interim, you know, championship, you know, she, she, the fans were 100% behind her at that moment. Like, you you could see that, you know, everything started to click for her. She felt like she was coming out of her shell. You know, her strikes looked good. Her moveset looked a lot better. Like, she's really really is the most improved wrestler of the year. And of course, everything that she's doing with Britt Baker and the, this, the angles that she's working with that, you know, she's, she had a great match last night. Like if you guys hadn't watched our stream from last night, go back and watch it as soon as they won the champion. Like as soon as that championship match was over, because I was freaking the F out with <laughs> yeah. how her and she tore the house down. Uh, Hater, like I said, very, very great talent this year. You know, I did not expect her to win the championship. If you asked me who was going to leave, you know, 2022 as champion, I would not have thought it was going to be Hater. But to know that, you know, hey, you know, to know that she's has a women's division on her back now and this and she's going to be a huge star this coming year. She's already a huge star now, but she is going to literally break away from Baker and she is going to show the world that a hater is going to hate, and she is just going to keep that momentum going. And you know what? If if her reign lasts a year, and she beats Sheeta for you know her reign, like you know, well, like, you, know think, that, you know that record, that'd be awesome. I think uh, Jade's coming up just a few days of beating uh, Sheeta. She's at three hundred forty, yeah. and she's at three seventy two. So but that's going to be interesting. Title, not the yeah, not the main one. title. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> But uh, she would be the longest for an AEW champion. Yeah. But, so, but the uh, TBS title's a bad title anyway, so we don't count that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad because like, like they need I to say, like the person, the woman mate. How oh, I say it? The woman. The woman makes the, the title. The woman makes the title. The belt doesn't make. Like the belt's mm-hmm. making her at this point. Like. <laughs> like it's almost like how the the Intercontinental Championship was for a lot of people where it yeah. just didn't have that lineage and it was almost ruined. So I'm hoping, you know what? I'm hoping that we get a new TBS champion in, in uh, 2023. And we are going to do a, a predictions video next week. How about so, next week, a new champion? Yeah. I, I was looking at next week, Photo Foy, Ruby Soho, Washita, Winston, next week, ASAP, done. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, Adam. I think I have a good so, guess on who your number two is. So why don't you yeah, so, enlighten so us number, with this? <laughs> so number two for me is Tony Storm. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. um, honestly, I, it was a, I know a lot of people were waiting for Jamie Hayter to win that title. At I'm going to call it the title. It wasn't an interim. It was the yes. title. Um, everyone was waiting for Jamie and was behind Jamie winning that title in that fatal four-way. Um, I'm glad they gave it to Tony to start off on. Um, 
and I think she had some really good defenses with it. Um, Tony is just, I've been a big fan of Tony Storm, even back when she was in WWE, uh, you know, when she did the Mae Young Classic Tournament. But you should watch some of her older matches, uh, some of her matches in Progress Wrestling, um, in World Wonder Ring Stardom, the you know, the two female, you know, um, promotions that you know they had she's had matches with kimberly with candace loray um she's wrestled a lot of good wrestlers and she puts on the work you know um she's kind of like sheeta her and sheeta are the same they're workhorses and you put them in the ring of, across from someone that's also workhorse you're gonna get magic in the ring and you know that story with jamie hater you know talking about how they roomed together in europe you know during those promotions how they wrestled in bars you know their their story and that that storyline between those two when they came you know full gear you know, and I thought, you know, Tony Storm carried that belt well. Um, I'm glad she got a nice little lengthy reign with that title. Um, and I'm glad that they actually acknowledged it was the, a woman's title reign um, and not oh, just yeah. an interim. But Tony Storm, I, I tell you, it's one of those underrated female wrestlers that does not get enough credit that she deserves with some of the matches put on. If you watch some of her matches in the May Young Classic Tournament from WWE, Holy cow. If you don't watch some of her old school independent wrestling matches, holy cow. Watch her and Candice LeRae um, back yeah. when they wrestled in progress wrestling. <laughs> My God, some of the best matches I've ever seen was between her and Candice LeRae because Candice LeRae is another one who's a workhorse too. Um, so, yeah, so I'm I'm putting Tony on my number two. Um, do I see her maybe not going back towards the AEW women's title? Maybe not. Maybe I see they shift her to the TBS title. Um, maybe if they introduce, you know, women's tag team titles in AEW, her and Sheeta uh, team up and they go for that. Um, I see her and Sheeta as a good tag team in AEW um, as a women's tag team. Um, I think you put titles on them and they'll be workhorses for you. Um, so, yeah, so number two for me was uh, Tony Storm. So Very interesting. So I'm guessing that me and Connor probably have the same number one. And I bet, our, I, and I bet your number one is who we picked for number two. Am I correct, guys? <laughs> yes. That is scary. Who do you got for number one? Connor, okay, so, so number I, one. Okay, yeah. Oh, go ahead, like, Lane. Go ahead. Oh, do you want to go? Do you want to go, Adam, or do you want me to no, go? No, go, okay. go, Lane. Go, Lane. So my number one pick is the girl, the woman that carried the championship, even though it was not the championship because the stupid interim bullshit. Tony Storm deserved to be called women's champion for that whole reign. I'm glad that it's finally acknowledged on her record that she is a women's champion. Um, she had some of the best matches of both men's and women's division, was the most constantly booked wrestler on TV, you know, mm. this year, all the way up, you know, until a pay-per-view until she got hurt. So she had to be my number would, one pick. I think she would have wrestled with her injury. Like that's how it worked for her. She thinks she would have wrestled through it. Um, mm -hmm. I met Tony Storm at full gear, and she said that her entire run has been like she hates being called interim and it's underwhelming. You know, like yeah. she's having like, she's defended it every week and you know, just uh like now it means something, but the whole entire reign to her den didn't mean anything. But I'm glad they gave her that. Like it wasn't for nothing, you know. Yeah. Uh but I hope she's won uh I, I hope she wins it back again this next year and actually has a good actually has the reign she wanted. Uh even though like it is official right now, official title is it, it's official it's recognized now, but 
the full things recognized. No, they don't do but the to actually have that anymore. reign as the full on champion yeah. without it being yeah. specially added to it because it's it's, yeah. a, it's still a great thought, but she should have been all along since Thunder Rosa dropped the you know, she should have dropped the belt sooner. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm glad that you know I'm glad that she was at least able to call her a, a world champion, not just the interim yeah. to the world champion. I'm glad at the end of it they recognized her because mm-hmm. if she would have just like that would have been so unfair. Like Jamie's Jamie uh they take the title off of Thunder Rosa and she's a new champion and then Tony Stone just did all that for nothing. I'm glad they recognized her as a women's champion. Like that's that's the right thing to do. Because uh, she was a better champion than Thunder Rosa, I feel like, even though, yeah. but that's not even Thunder Rosa's fault, really. It's and it's not Wardlow's fault. Uh, kind of like the same thing. This is where he was booked. Uh, but yeah. Jay, uh, Tony Storm has she was like 11, 12, or 11, maybe 13 weeks in a row uh, on Dynamite every week. She went against Sheeta. She went against uh, wow, so many that she went against. I believe she Rio. Uh, I think she had a match Rio. against Rio, didn't you? Yeah. 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 She. Uh, like it was 13 weeks in a row i can't remember everyone she's went against but uh her all-out match was good the dynamite grand slam fader four match was good uh she she just on dark before oh her match against uh emo sakura was very good on dark uh but she's not afraid to work any show like she'll work dynamite mm-hmm. dark rampage pay-per-views like she'll do it all like uh in every match she's had she's made the best out of it um but yeah, she's definitely number one for me. Uh, she's definitely uh, outworked. Uh, no, she, I ain't gonna say her name. Uh, but, gotcha. We know who you're talking about. Everybody listens to the podcast. We know exactly that she, name that you do not want to say because she is like Voldemort to you. But she's very <laughs> talented, and she's again, she's put the women's vision on a whole nother level. Uh, like, but them adding like Jamie Hader, Serena D, Tony Storm, all these women that they set the bar to a whole nother level with the women that you already had, like Baker and Sheeta, like this is raising the yeah. bar even more. Um, yeah, Tony Storm was a great uh, every week women wrestler consistently. She never, I believe, with her eyes, she would have still wrestled in every next week. I believe she would have, <laughs> and she would have went for another, yeah. and she'd gone for another thirty minute match with Tony Storm. I mean, uh, Jamie Hader, she would went for another thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I got Tony Storm at number one. Yeah, definitely a good pick. You know, um, it's very interesting to see how close our list were. So, Adam, yeah. why don't you go <laughs> ahead and give us your number one? Because I feel like um, I feel like people aren't going to hate on your on your pick. <laughs> I see what you did there, sir. Yeah, <laughs> number one for me is is your current. AEW Women's Champion recognized after her victory at Full Gear, Miss Jamie Hater. Hater's gonna hate. Um, she's really come a long way. Um, going best based off what Connor said, she's really progressed herself. She changed her look up. She changed her style of how how she acts as a persona. Um, even partnering up with someone like Britt Baker, who's been there since day one, having her by her side, which you know in real life they're probably the best of friends, and they help each other out, and that's why they're both in my top five. You know, Jamie Hader is a workhorse. It goes back to even her Independence Day, like our Independence Day, Independent Days. You know, mm-hmm. working that circuit. You know, like I said, with her and Tony Storm working together in um, a, what was it, World World Wonder Ring of Stardom, um, which is the all women's promotion. You know, 
her that's where they started their feud and now it carried over to a big scene like that her and you know that match at full gear was by far my favorite women's match all year um so when we ask what's your favorite you know at any division with your males and females that match at full gear between tony storm and jamie hater was my favorite match like one of my favorite matches of the year and it was probably the best females match i saw all year outside of that steel cage match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Um, but Jamie Hayter has really gotten the crowd behind her. Um, and that's what a wrestler does. A, a professional wrestler gets the crowd behind you, whether it's good heat or good or good fan reaction or good just face reaction. She she's that heel, but she gets that face reaction from the crowd. That's how you know she's doing her job, that she's entertaining the people. She plays to it with her persona. You know, even last night we saw it when she was, you know, she threw Sheeta into the stairs. She went over the table <laughs> yes. and kissed her title. Like that's that, that's the <laughs> cockiness, but she's playing to that part and she does it so well. But when you're working with someone like Britt Baker, and like you guys said, yes, I am waiting for them to pull the trigger on that Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter feud because i think by far that will be a great women's match with those two going face to face um but jamie hater i i will tell you straight up has got a bright future in 2023 i really do hope she does hold the title for a good long reign um and eventually drops it and then gets it back eventually so she could become a two-time women's champion and 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 she's very young and you know she's uh uh hold on let me Sorry, I got a text. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Yeah, no. Um, she's very young. She's in her like mid twenties, so she's got that career ahead of her. And now she's got this title. She can run with it, you know. And there's so many good matches. Maybe we have another, you know, Hater um, um, Sheeta match down the line. We can have Jamie versus Tony again. Heck, even working a pace with Soraya or Soraya, however you say her name, but having a good pace match with her eventually would be really good. The feuds are there. The storylines are there. And I, I just think towards the end of this year, like like you said, Lane, who would have expected someone like Jamie Hayter going to 2023 as your women's champion AEW? Nobody expected that. You know, um, I'm only going to touch upon it just a little bit because <laughs> don't want to go too deep into it. But, you know, Thunder Rosa had that feel-good moment, you know, at the steel cage winning that. Um, had a decent run with the title. I wouldn't say it was the best, but it was decent. She had good feuds with you know, with uh, with Britt winning that title and going into Nyla Rose and then her with Martin, uh, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Um, you know, it, 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 she had some decent matches. I mean, I was at, Connor, you were at that show too when she had that, she had that uh, in February, she had that street fight with uh, her DQ match with Mercedes, you know, Mercedes. before she won the title. Yeah. So, and it's unfortunate that injuries happen, um, you know, but it, it's at the point where, listen, I know, I know it hurts that, you know, you had to give up that title, but listen, it's, it's, it's for the better of the business and you've always got another opportunity to, to get it back, you know? So um, I, I feel comfortable with Jamie Hayter as your champion right now, because she can put on hell of a match. She's just like Tony Storm. Like you guys said, she's a workhorse. She will put the matches in, you know, she's, I mean, she's been consistently on TV week in and week out. Whether it's a match or whether it's an in-ring promo, she gets physical. She, I just think she's got a great, bright future. So, it's the little things that she does um, in her matches, like, like like you said, like especially last night, the kissing the title. Like, there's a lot of little things that she's done. She's done. She did two great fire-up spots last night with those near falls. So, you know, she definitely deserves to be on the top wire list, and I'm glad that 
you know, I'm glad that she was number one on one of our lists. So that's going to be an interesting poll. Um, we'll, we'll have Connor posted later on our, our social at All Elite Zone Pod One, um, and we'd love to see what who you guys think was number one with our picks, and then leave a comment in the section um, below to say who was your number one pick for our wrestler for our female wrestlers of the year. It was a really good year for the women's division. There were some sloppy parts, but other than that, it was really some of our. It's just mainly two. It's just mainly one person or two. Yeah, <laughs> not everyone. Just a few. Just two people. One or two people. And that. And yeah. a little side note too. I know we're 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 moving along here, but just going back. Um, and again, because I love their show so much, busted open. Um, Bully Ray or Tommy, one of them mentioned the the finish last night to that women's match, um, and how she had to do three different variations of her clothesline just to win the match. Um, he had One of them had kind of compared it to Japanese pro wrestling, the New Japan, where, you know, do the falls, they have to do different variations of their finishers just to try to win the match. Sometimes they start off with their finisher, try to win the match. Um, so I thought that was really cool and the psychology of it too. So, I mean, that's another thing. So, but. Yeah. I thought it was, like I said, it was, it was, it's been a lot of fun uh, for this week and last week doing our top five. Um, so I got the poll results pulled up from last week because I think I saw a couple people post about it in the chat. And your winner, because we had we actually had a lot of uh, – actually a lot of votes on this one. I'm actually proud of this. Was it like uh, but, 31 votes? Yeah, 31 votes with 81%. I was not – I thought it was going to be a little bit closer than this, but 81% CM Punk is your All Elite Zone podcast male wrestler of the year decided <laughs> by you fans. So yeah. congratulations, CM Punk. I know it's a big punishment for yeah. was the year. other one? It was, I, and it, then, was, uh, uh, it was uh, CM Punk, MJF Moxley. and Moxley. Moxley had 19% and 0% for MJF. <laughs> I, wish uh, I wish he would have retweeted that, MJF. <laughs> Because uh, that would yeah. be great. Someone should have tagged him. CM Punk recently <laughs> just said uh, he doesn't like people from, from Long Island on his yeah. boxing commentary. The feud's still going, you know, like they'll yeah. never end. So, I thought it was a really fun. Um, I thought it was a really fun poll. And like I said, we'll post, yeah. you know, our women's um, our pull up later, you know, either today or tomorrow. To this one. I'm curious to see this one more than the. This stuff. one's. Gonna be interesting. I think this, this one's gonna be very close. Like I think percentage wise, it's gonna be very, very, yeah, like very close. Yeah. So, um, so um, before we get into our last topic of the night, um, who do you do? You guys have a, a standout wrestler from last week that stood out to you guys? Actually, like, who was your standout? <laughs> Oh, I was about to say, you know, there's probably one guy that's top of my list right now. Yeah, no, he definitely is. He's on my list right now. And I mean, even last night, the way he sold that fireball, holy crap. Like, you play it and slow down and just watch the footage. It looks like it got, like, literally in his face. Like, that's how good he sold it. 
apparently it burnt his head and he has a nice good second degree burn on his head from it. Well, I mean, that's someone that's someone just like, dude, I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. You guys put me on on in front of the camera, yeah. whatever you guys need me to do. It's someone that knows the business that will, you know, go to those heights. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Connor and Action Andretti is, <laughs> yeah. is, is my my mine from last week. So just being there when he won, because I'm like, why are we doing a jobber match like this? You know, <laughs> and to have him come out and on top and be great against Jericho and having that surprise victory. Like he, like he went from looking like a jobber towards the end because of Jericho and his own in ring work, just stepping it up to another level to get him to where, you know what? I know there's been a lot of signs this year, but he, the best. he deserves it. He yeah. deserves it from the two matches that he's had with dynamite and on dark. And then, his segment from last night. I'm excited to see what this kid's got. Like he really impressed me being there on Wednesday. And when our winner is coming vlog comes out, like you'll see my facial reactions. Like it's very genuine. It's a <laughs> shock. Like I'm excited to see his feud. Like I'm kind of I'm okay with his like feud with Jericho and the JAS. Like I bet yeah. there and it's interesting to see if it's gonna intertwine with Ricky Starks. So yeah, a lot, a lot of people don't like how the JS is being booked right now because they're like the, the front of the show, it feels like. But I feel like there's a lot of meat on the bones with Starks and with Action and Dotti. So it's going to be Punk fun to see. We need to see CM Punk and Saber so he can fill that gap in. Which I really hope it's CM Punk and Atira versus the Elite. Like that <laughs> overview worthy match. We'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah. I I, I, guess I think things are going to get better. They're, they're having gonna, a new set design for this year. I don't want to so, talk about a controversy. I just yeah, like Connor's I, had a rough had a, just had thought, a rough few days with it. I, I yeah, because CM Punk, I feel like he'd improve that little gap star power. Uh, I, I hope uh, Adam Cole's able to come back pretty soon in the new year. Yeah, because uh, I think did you guys they did you guys hear about this stupid rumor about why Adam Cole's on TV? Oh, it's because like he's injured and he's no. upset because apparently Brit slept with like yeah, yeah. Jericho, <laughs> Tony Schiavone. Uh, I can't remember who was on that list, but I'm like, guys, like he's legit hurt. Calm yeah. down, and if just don't read your dirt sheets and just calm down, because plus, plus with Brit, I was like, how does Brit have time to do all that when she has to go to the show and then go do her dental work in Orlando? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, there's no time in between any of that. Not. She's pulling double duty. I know. Yeah, and then you see I'm cold like playing Kirby in the background. I'm like, huh? What? What, babe? What was that sound? He's he's uh, back like, playing, I'm playing Kirby. He's, He's back playing up, up, down, down, down with like Xavier Woods and all them. They like he's like they do. They have the party back on YouTube. They they are all playing video games again. You know him, um, Claudio, uh, Xavier, and I think uh, Tyler, Tyler Breeze, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think all four. They're they're called the party. So like (laughs) I think they're back doing the the channel now with all the video games. So. Uh, one of the questions in the comments actually is a good one for us to discuss okay, um, good. from Ethan. Um, if you want to pull it up, because I think you know which one I'm talking about. Connor is um, who? Do, who do you guys think is? Yeah. Really? So that's a really good one too, since we're talking about women's wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. So what about uh, what, what? Who do you think, Lane? 
You're the host. I'm going to let you have this show. So I'm gonna <laughs> oh, oh, well, thank you. You know, the host <laughs> better start first. Um, you know, it's hard. Uh, there's there's two people I've been thinking about today because I have because we were discussing this in our group chat um, when we discussed business and we were talking about this. My two ideas. Number one of them is uh, my I I think it's going to be returning Chris Stantlander. You know, I yeah, think anyway. to have Chris. I think to have Chris Stantlander come back. And because she's getting close to healing up from her surgery, it seems like her rehab's gone well. So I could see it being, I could see it being Chris. Um, and my other pick, which is the one I think they're going to go with, like a like not hundred percent, but I'm thinking seventy percent sure is um, Sasha Banks. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people are thinking with the ego thing, and I didn't like her character in WWE, like, but that's just personal preference, but. The whole like you know she's gonna come in have ego she's gonna bury hater and and like some of you, like your day ones or the ones that AEW is built up. I think Sasha I think Sasha Banks will be her partner just because everything with Bow Wow and to be honest with you I think she might be the one if she if this is gonna happen I think she'll be the one to defeat Jade and build that title back up. You know hopefully you know it's not an ego thing if she does come over like I will give anybody the benefit of the doubt. I will give her, you know, a chance because I've been frustrated with work where I was an asshole. Like my last job, I'll admit it. There was times where I hated my job, and I've all I've almost I've I you know walked out a couple times because because of it. And so I understand where she is coming from and her frustration. Like I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but on paper and to have someone that could come in and help draw. And especially if the network is pushing for her, I think I think it's going to be Sasha. And yes, um, I was looking at I'm looking at comments, and um, David brings up a very good point. Uh, she did let her fans down, um, but the same thing can be said for what happened with the whole you know media scrum. It can be set up throughout wrestling history. You know, unfortunately, it's business. And the thing is, is these guys are still human. And I'm going to give Sasha the benefit of the doubt. If it is Sasha. I will. You know, I will give her a chance. Now, if she starts showing signs and doing stuff that I don't agree with, or Tony starts booking her to where she's burying talent, then yes, I will be upset with it. And you know what? Unfortunately, it's going to happen where wrestlers are going to let us down. It sucks, you know? I've been let down before when CM Punk left. When he left WWE, I was so heartbroken over that. Um, same thing with Cody. When Cody left AEW, I, I thought he let me down. For CM Punk, I can't be heartbroken because I got out of wrestling in 2011. It is a stupid part. That's true. I got out of wrestling in 2011, right when Brock Lesnar came back. I got back into wrestling in 2015 when Rollins and Lesnar was going at it. Mm-hmm. I got back into wrestling when Lesnar was back, too. It was yeah. still there. So, but I, but I had had it. with. I was like 11 years, 11, 12 years old, and I had it with WWE. I can remember the one thing it was like the brand split. I always was standing for us about the brand split. Mm-hmm. I love being able to play GMO on the games and stuff. <laughs> and I just did away with that. And then Jeff Hardy, he was my favorite wrestler. He left. So basically watched TNA with him for a while. I just watched basketball and my teenager. <laughs> yeah, so I can't be heartbroken about that. Yeah. Like, but that was well, because Connor, of, yeah. Oh, no, I was gonna say, uh, I, I don't know yeah. if you were saying, yeah, I was gonna say, Connor, who do you think will be Soraya's partner? I got AJ Lee. Ooh, okay, Soraya that's an AJ interesting Lee. one. Was it WrestleMania 31? Uh, 
them two teamed up. Uh, it could be Sasha, as Adam mentioned. Uh, Sasha was beating herself up for her injury was a few years ago, and Soraya's today like, I'm back now. Like, there's no reason to keep on hanging on to that. Uh, it could be Soraya. Uh, I would love for it to be Chris Stetland, but ACL tears, you don't come back. I mean, it is possible. Like, Seth Rollins did yeah. do it, but Seth Rollins is the only person that I know of who has done that. Come back in, like, six, five, six months. And, like, if you watched his uh, WWE 24 documentary, the pain <laughs> he went through, like, that. But it is possible. Uh, but I don't think it's Tony Storm now. And if it is, I need to announce it now. So we'll have a lot of complaining fans on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but I got AJ Lee. Okay. So I'm 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 gonna kind of be split here. Um because my concept is is it gonna be someone new, is it gonna be someone returning? Um if it is someone returning, as much as I'd love to see Chris Statlander, um I I, I you know, again, like you said, Connor, the, the terrors are very hard to come back from. Um, a lot of rehabilitation on them. Um, I, I have a sibling tore both their ACLs, um, and so on both knees. Yeah, it's it, no except like years apart, but they tore both. They they tore both. Um, so they had that, you know. And the rehabilitation's a really long time. So if it's someone returning, I think it'll be Thunder Rosa. Um, if she's medically cleared, she said in a lot of a lot of her reports, a lot of her blogs, she's saying I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm almost ready to return. Um, so if it's anyone that's returning, I think it's going to be a Thunder Rosa. And just based on the history between her and Britt Baker, it makes sense storyline wise. Um, if it is someone new again, it could be a Sasha Banks. A lot of signs point to Sasha just because of her, you know, contract with new Japan. And we all know that Tony loves working with new, new Japan pro wrestling. Um, she's going to be at wrestle kingdom, um, whether it's in a wrestling capacity or just, being on screen capacity, you know, she's going to be there, um, you know, and, you know, the contract that, you know, that Tony likes to share with New Japan, bringing New Japan pro wrestlers in. Um, I do see Sasha coming in um, as part of, like, maybe having that part-timer schedule where she's not always there. But if she does do a full-time schedule, I'm with Lane. I see her as someone that if, Chris Statlander can't come back healthy wise and they need to rebuild that TBS title. Sasha is someone that can put, you know, a little more um, glare and a little more focus and build that TBS title back up. Then when Chris Statlander comes back, maybe, you know, Sasha will be cool enough and be like, listen, here you go. You've been here longer than I have. I respect that. Let's have you give you a run. You know, it's kind of that, that rub in, you know, so, um, but, um, but yeah, no, I, I could totally see a Sasha, um, but again, like Lane said, as soon as drama starts, again, y- you need to drop the drama. Um, it's a business; it's not high school, <laughs> you know. You're, you're, you know, and like you said, Lane, these are humans. You know, yes, was was Sasha unhappy where she was? She was. Um, she's got a lot of opportunities there, though. You know, she's won women's titles there. She had great feuds in that in that in that in that, in that um, a company. But, you know, it's it's when your ego gets bigger than the industry, you're not welcomed anywhere. Yeah. And that's what I fear with Sasha is, you know, she's grown that ego. Like, can she put her ego aside if she gets signed for this company? Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's a big if with Sasha because uh, report said 
well, actually not just a report, but Instagram video of her and Bailey uh, talking to each other. Sasha said it was always her dream to wrestle New Japan. That's where she wanted to go. And now she's there. Um, so, um, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> we're all seeing it, right? I'm just, okay. Um, yeah, so, I mean, with that, um, I, I mean, she's got to put her ego to side if, if that's what she wants. So, that's, yeah, just, remember, that's just my viewpoint out uh, of it. We talked about this recently. You brought the same kind of point of. They don't need another ego. Like they just have with CM Punk, yeah. and if they want to, they can talk about CM Punk all they want. But uh, he never dropped a belt, you know, and just gave it to someone and say, "Here, I'm done." I'm like he never did it in WWE. He never did it anywhere he went. But uh, if they're gonna down CM Punk, then who's to say they're not gonna down Sasha and her woes? You know, right? Uh, they don't need to add another ego. Uh, they do, they don't need that right now. Uh, have enough backstage dramas. It is like not even just CM Punk, like they have Andrade and Sammy get into a brawl, Eddie Kingston and Santana get into a backstage brawl, uh, the Rosa and Britt Baker, even though they hate each other, they put on good matches. Uh, they were able to put it aside and work together, though. Like they're at least yeah. able to be professional about it. But I can see uh, Sasha coming in and like she owns the place, and Britt Baker has been there since day one. And I can, I can just see that already. I don't know, but I don't know Bevan's backstage, but um, I mean, again, it's a lot of. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's it's I it's an hope, industry uh, where there's going to be a lot of backstage politicking. Obviously, I just, I just um, hope it's that. it happens in every every it happens in every industry and actually happens in every uh, um, um, okay. company within pro wrestling. I just I hope, mean, you see uh, the same people as world champions year in year out. I just hope that she reinvents herself like Jericho did in New Japan. Yeah. And I love Sasha, but I can't like WWE's all about singing and dancing. Every time she come out, New Day singing and dancing. Now a hit row, Miro singing and dancing. I mean, come on, where's where does the singing and dancing end? Like that's why I don't watch WWE. I don't, I'm not tuning into Disney Channel. Like I'm tuning in to watch wrestling. <laughs> I don't want to watch Disney Channel. Like Hi, I'm like, Roman Reigns. I'm the head of the table and you're watching Disney Channel. Like Sesame Street, I don't want to watch that <laughs> crap. Like that's why I don't watch WWE. I mean, people complain like you can have, that can have fun, but yeah, but do it off air. Like no one wants to see dancing, pancakes, cereal. No one wants to see. And I'm never watch wrestling. And if you are going to do comedy, make it good comedy. Like their comedy sucks. I mean, it just sucks. I mean, Triple H is still it's there, and it still sucks. The comedy. Um, <laughs> I just hope, uh, but but Sasha's a great in-ring performer. Uh, just drop the dancing, drop the singing, drop the ego, and you're set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think I think it's about time we just uh, wrap it up. So uh, before we get off the air, um, I want you guys before we go, I want you guys to give me what was your favorite Christmas themed moment in wrestling. I think the one for me that stands out is the whole uh, when um, Stone Cold Claws um, stunned McMahon. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I just love that because it's like I hate Shana, and just and just having Shana, and then having uh, and just that whole reveal of Stone Cold. It was just a fun tribute to the troops moment. I liked it, and I love Stone Cold Claws. 
or, or, or Santa Austin. Wait, 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 wait. It depends on how you want to. I can't remember. Like, Santa just like, Austin. I can't remember any <laughs> Christmas stuff. Um, There's one we down the okay. street, Connor. I will say this. This is going yeah. back. This is going back way, way, way <laughs> far. It was back when the formation of DX happened. I thought you like you said way back. I thought you used this to go like the Pedro, Pedro Morales, Don Morocco. Oh, not that far back though. <laughs> not that far back. Not not those oh, guys. Not that old. Respect. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. The grays in my beard don't show it, but it's okay. Uh, no, it was during the formation of DX and one of the Christmas episodes. They came out in just Santa like jocks with like the Christmas <laughs> ham hanging and there's china in the middle of them just like going this bit is fucking stupid they were just talking about it. and then they're like christmas like santa came early this year like it's like oh my god stop but i was like because i was 10 years old i was like this is kind of funny i don't know why this is kind of funny but why are those guys naked like, it just stuck with me. I'm just like, it was kind of funny. But all I remember is China's face because, well, no, all I remember is China's face because China's expressions never changed. She was dead serious the entire time, no matter what they were doing, trying to make them laugh. Like she was dead face. So her there standing there with just like Christmas stuff, just going, like not like not even laughing and just shaking her head like this is unbelievable. Yes. So anytime DX did anything Christmas wise, just cracked me up. I loved it. I, I loved it. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that now. <laughs> you go. I'm gonna celebrate Christmas with DX. What? They had a lot of good Christmas they moments. Might have some breaking. I think I broke news last time around here. Well, well, uh, we'll, well, we'll, we'll to break news last time. Like, uh, so they have breaking news on here. I don't know what it was, but Dax Harwood is having his own podcast and yeah. The first person to uh, be on his podcast, and we see him punk. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen to that one. I'm curious now. Oh yeah. What's the name of his podcast? I'll have to look it up. FTR uh, Dax Hardwood, isn't it? I think it's FTR Dax Hardwood. FTR with Dax. Yeah, next Thursday, CM Punk is on the show. Not not as a guest, but uh, co-host. This being part of our ringside news, so I don't know. Uh, uh, will be debuting with not next Thursday with CM Punk, not as a guest, but as the topic for our what the S stands for family for tequila and R for wrestling. Wrestling, Ooh. so that's close. Close, I don't know if this is true because it's about ringside. You gotta watch that for ringside. Now. His podcast, at least, you know. I can't wait to see. I can't wait. To, I'm going to listen to it because he's one of the greatest wrestling minds of our modern generation right now. And I bet he'll be mm-hmm. talked about just like Arn and Tully were, just like, you know, like some of the greats, you know. So I'm excited to see what he has to say. I haven't seen anyone else put it. So if it's on by ringside, it's not true. Here to hear first. CM Punk will be his guest. I hope so. This will be let down if it's not. But... <laughs> I think it'll be a good show either way. But there's no way CM Punk is going to go in there and just talk. He's going to drop something. He always does. Yeah. He'll just make fun of the MJF the whole time. Kentucky lady. Kentucky lady. Appreciate the listen. No, 
He was in Kentucky, or is your name just Kentucky? Curious. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, um, Connor, did you? Um, uh, you doing I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I know what you're referring to him saying that he yeah. plans on going against Cody Rhodes very, very soon or something. Who I don't knows? know. De- Dexter was very. He's like to have CM Punk. Like one time they said that FTR. Uh, well, like they use the term top guys out. So we're going to talk, oh, they're retiring or what? They're always like that. Dex was good about that. He's very. Got to think two steps ahead. It, it could be good and bad because it gives people stuff to, I don't know, complain about. Yeah. Some people like to complain. Wrestling fans are fickle. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's, and the wrestlers just stir the <laughs> pot, you know? That's that's and I love when they stir the pot, you know. Especially like I said, MJF's great about it. Matt Cardona's great about it. Dax, you know, stirring the pot. Yeah. It, it, it was Dax, it's awesome. Dax is great at that. It could be yeah. a good thing and a bad thing, but on Twitter, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap us up for Talking Elite with my wonderful panel, Connor and Adam. Thank you guys again uh, for joining us. Um, Mr. Jacobs. Mr. Jacobs um, was not in tonight. Uh, Mr. Jacobs, thank you still for listening. I'm glad that you left this wonderful comment, um, and we hope to have you on hopefully either next week or the week after because one of the greatest minds. Uh, David, thank you so much for listening. Hope you're having a great Christmas. Thanks, Mike. Um, Serena Deeb and Athena is a hard is a hard to choose. We were discussing that earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Both those ladies are just killer in the ring and putting over women left and right, even if they're winning. So it's yeah, it's great. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, it was a great, great show tonight. Um, make sure you guys like and subscribe if you guys haven't already. Uh, make sure you guys follow us, you know, on our YouTube, so that way we can, you guys can see our new content coming out. Connor is being like an elf this year, and just has a lot of cool videos in the work. We got two um, current videos that are getting ready to be released soon, and some more that are probably going to be coming out in the near future. Um, make sure oh, you guys oh yeah, this is kind of this is kind of a uh, like say 30 minutes after this is done the winner's coming vlog will be out uh oh yeah. so it's gonna be up tonight okay yeah 30 minutes after this is done talking late then it'll be up at least 30 minutes after this is done yeah awesome yeah winner's coming it was a lot of fun film the vlog so go check out my point of view um thanks connor again <laughs> for editing and just being a rock star with it we really do appreciate all your work uh also go follow us on spotify uh go you know we want to be in your top five next year we were we were top five on my list so go ahead uh, and start listening to all the podcasts now so we'll be your top five next year um drog thanks for listening um ken uh we had a discussion uh it'll be on in the new year for sure we had an earlier option about if Chris is coming up, I, it's just not possible. But who, uh, take it with a grain of salt, I guess. Uh, the plan is for him to come in sometime in January. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just take that for what it is. Yeah. yeah, so go follow us on Twitter just so you can keep updated with that. Um, it was kind of a little weird situation, but go like us on Twitter. Um, hashtag All Elite Zone 1 because um, we post polls on there. Um, we of course, we'll post show updates, guests that are coming on. 
Um, Connor has got some cool guests lined up for uh, 2023. So uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of our podcast and part of our family. And thank you guys so much for watching Talking Elite. We'll see you next week with our top tag teams and our 2023 predictions. It's going to be a little bit longer of an episode next week, but you know we are a gifting podcast. So we're going to gift you guys a really cool uh, big episode next week with predictions and our top tag teams. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks again, Adam. Thanks again, Connor. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>